Welcome back to the Esports Forever podcast Pokemon Day segment. My name is Ryan Hebert alongside Warren Arnold, and today we are talking about Scarlet and Violet, more specifically Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and how these games are about to come out in about two weeks. Now, the more recent news for the game is that no news has actually been released. A lot of great news and valuable information has been passed on the players, but we are at the tipping point where if they start giving us more, they might start spoiling the game. And that's the last thing that I want as a player and as, as a viewer of such a popular series. However, they did provide an interesting overview video as of yesterday that just goes over pretty much the basic details of what the game is going to offer and gives us a little bit more footage of the gameplay itself. One of the coolest things that I think is uh, really, you know, really important about gaming, especially in the modern day, is that back in the day when video games were not, believe it or not, when video games were not a regulated, uh, you know, brand of uh, like commercials and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm saying this right. When they didn't regulate how commercials were made for video games, many video games featured animations and and things that weren't even in the game that looked a lot better than the game itself. And this caused a lot of controversy because it was almost like you weren't even selling the product that you were intending to sell. You were selling something completely different that did not look like or play like what the commercial was whatsoever. Now, you know, some of these commercials would always house a little bit of text at the bottom to say does not, you know, is not actual gameplay. Well, that's that's fairly new, you know, in the past two decades. It's fairly new for commercials to be like that. Uh, for a long time, you know, advertisers didn't have many rules on how they could advertise games. And now, you know, it's a lot safer out there for consumers because they're showing us, because they're forced to, the actual game. Now, for Pokemon, this is not such a big, really big issue. I'm talking more so for Halo, Call of Duty, bigger title games that, you know, come from huge studios where they used to charge you at least $60 for a game. Now, that may not be the case for some of the biggest titles anymore, but we are still here today and we're still talking about the fact that, you know, with these commercials, that they're, it's looking pretty good for what the game is going to be, but they can only show us so much. So, starting with this overview trailer, there is really nothing new, like I said, that they show in this trailer. However, there is one Pokemon evolution that we're pretty sure is revealed with no name yet. Uh, towards the end of the overview trailer, that is an evolution of, like, the like yellow and orange, like, electric-type mouse Pokemon that we think is, an like, we, we have to assume that this is a larger size uh, evolution of whatever that Pokemon may be. We don't know, but it just like was randomly in the trailer just cause. Just cause, right? Other than that, they've pretty much shown us the same, you know, three storylines for the game, which I don't want to make them sound boring because I don't think they're going to be. I think what it's going to be is that you've got you know, two main quests that have nothing nothing to do with how Pokemon is typically played that will, you know, entertain the casual player. And then you've got these creative gym leaders, and I'm hoping for uh, also very creative and puzzle-like gyms 
for you to battle and and make your way through for the elite four and um hopefully you know to be the champion of the paldea region at the end of the day the games look solid um i think there are going to be small things here and there that still pop up as like why why does it look like that with the models and you know i mean they they do have a time frame for this game COVID did occur while this game was being made and so it was delayed a little bit but at the end of the day you just got to be happy that there's a game period okay that that's what we got to be appreciative of they could stop making the game they could go we have made so much money we no longer find it feasible to produce more Pokemon games. Now, there's no That'd way... That'd be insane, because no, that would never happen. Yeah, there's no way in heck that Nintendo, and more specifically, the Pokemon company, are going to let that happen. However, it's going to be really interesting to see in the next, let's say, 50 years, when you have a lot of these major heads who have been in the studio who are, who are dead, right? They're going to die, period, because we are people, we're mortal. Um, and you know, these younger folks taking over the games under them, will they have the same creative vision and, and storytelling aspect to them like the original creators of the game? I'll do it myself if they don't. Warren, that, that is a heavy task and some big shoes to fill. So, you know, I, I, I appreciate your confidence. I'll just, I'll just make another 75 ice cream cones. It's Okay. Castelia cones, Warren. Mm. Castelia cones. Right, right. My bad. In fact, maybe the future of the Pokemon franchise is just mini games having to do with the small treats of uh, of each region. For some goddamn reason, someone decided that sandwiches, fucking sandwiches, were the answer to like solving Pokemon. I don't know what friendship. Maybe it's gonna do something with stats. Listen, if you told me this game would have sandwiches as a major option for food, I would have told you you're fucking crazy. That's what I would have said, too. <laughs> Last apparently, game. Apparently, apparently from curry, we decided to just go back to sandwiches. It feels like we should have gone with sandwiches first in that scenario. Apparently, curry, like curry was like the thing to do in sword and shield right england was all about curry which is it's weird because they were not historically (laughs) just saying but now we're in uh, basically espana spain which is making sandwiches and we're making we're making (laughs) some mean subs some mean (laughs) hoagies uh wonderful delicious delightful treat a sandwich for you and your pokemon team yeah i don't know about that one chief okay i'll be the judge of what's going on also are we not going to talk about the fact that they have essentially put nintendogs for pokemon once again back into the pokemon game now the you don't DS like games, nintendogs the ds games had this in some aspect sun yeah. and moon did have this a little bit. You could use the bottom screen. You could rub them. You yeah, know, and yeah. Po- Pokemon and me, or whatever the hell they call you could, it. You could rub them in appropriate and inappropriate ways. And right, it, right. <laughs> sometimes the Pokemon would react in certain ways depending on how you rub them. Yep, this is true. It was it was quite funny. But putting that aside, 
you can wash your Pokemon. You can bathe Ugh. them. You can, you know, rub. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just it's very personal between you and the Pokemon. You know, there are people who really take pride in their Pokemon team, and then I think there are people who are going to take this too far and go, "Yeah, I washed and scrubbed every Pokemon on my team before I played in this competitive event today because I care. I care." Well, I did. I used to do it in Ultra Sun solely, solely based on the fact that it gave. I felt. It didn't actually, but I felt it gave me better RNG. That's when, you know, you had to, like, you know, run them around, give them the beans or whatever it was, and then just sprint around on a plank oh, for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. I forgot about the beans. <laughs> We're over here shitting on sandwiches, and these games had us giving Pokemon fucking beans. The rainbow beans, Ryan. Rainbow beans. Oh, my gosh. You know... We talked about like what came first here. It was like berries, poke blocks, poffin, beans, <laughs> curry, and now sandwiches. Bro, Cameron's in the chat. Hey, you listen here. He likes the rainbow <laughs> beans. I, you know, I do like the rainbow bean archetype. Give me the rainbow beans back. I don't want to have to slice lettuce and tomato and put it on a friggin' sandwich you know, I, to I make my it, Pokemon happy. I think it'd be pretty funny. I think it'd be it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be a good time. It's a good time. Good time for sure. Good time for sure. Yeah, you know, I uh, listen. I like my beans as well, but uh. So so, rip PSS. Let it rest. Let it die. They they left it behind and it's not coming back. So let let's just let's hope that they bring something even better. You know, a moment, so a moment for our fallen hero PSS, mm. the system that nobody liked. <laughs> oh wait, no, PSS was the good one before yeah. the codes. And it all was that. the good one. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. Come on, Warren. Get with it. Man, I, f I forget. Okay, P PSS was the best one. The code sucked. That's all I'm saying. Well, they started with four numbers, right? The game's released. They started with four numbers and then realized, wait. <clears throat> there that's are not enough numbers, that's bro. That's not enough numbers, even though technically it definitely is. <laughs> but everyone in the, and, and their friends are going to go one two three four zero 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 four three well, two one. it was the coding of the game that kept like messing up yeah. with these four numbers and so eventually they added four more and so it was now an eight digit code in order to connect up with somebody whether it was via local uh or or more so specifically online battling and it got better i it did get better yeah it did it did wasn't the wasn't pss though no, sadly not. Sadly not. Which, you know, brings us to our, our main point of today. Our hopes and dreams for this upcoming game. And something that we obviously haven't seen in any of the trailers, to my knowledge, is uh, one thing that I'm hoping for is a great matchmaking system. Something to connect you with other players for trades, battles, that sort of stuff. Look, Sword and Shield, I, I liked it. It was a little cumbersome. The fact that I had the Y menu right to to do trades and stuff but then if you wanted to play online you had to go to the regular menu to then go play like for competitive it was, it was like yeah why is this separate you know yeah return what? to elo for ranked yes 
Yes, yes, yes. ELO for ranked. How do you feel about that? I I love that. I mean, Ryan, you know me. You know how much I love competitive games and, and stuff like that. I'm all about ELO. If they want to get rid of leagues altogether in like League and StarCraft and just bring it back to numbers, it makes it so much easier in my mind. Well, and then you're, and then, and then, you know, you, yeah. and then, it, you know, it's still going to be separated and stuff um, with like top 100, top 500, stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's easier to just do it with ELO instead of like, you know, okay, now you're in Pokeball tier 467, only 372 more to go until you get into Ultra Ball. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're right. It's, uh, it was a weird system. You know, players could, could breeze through their, layered pokeball system very quickly and then get to master ball and it's like well you're in master ball and it's like well what does that mean it goes well you still suck yeah yeah you're just in master ball at rank 10 million or something like you know something like that right it's you're still bottom of the barrel it's just that you've actually put in the effort to get past the initial stages hours what effort That's the other thing, too. You know, I hope that there is maybe a function for battles to go a little bit faster. Problem is, you can't control how the other player is, play- how fast they're playing their game. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That, and if they're playing stall, you're already, you know, you're already in. <clears throat> Very true. Very true. If they're playing stall, good luck. <laughs> Buckle up. It's time for, Buckle a, for, up, a 20, for a 40 minute game. I know. I know. But you know what? It's. It's the game we play, you know. Indeed. They they put it into the game for us to to manipulate and use to our, to hey, our liking. Hey, I'm not complaining. Remember, I got second with Chunk at a midseason. I yeah, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you too. I yep. love Chunk. He's great. That damn hippo couldn't beat that thing. God, he pout on, he pout on. It was just too slack bulky. off stockpile. <laughs> what is this death? You it speak was of? it was so annoying, so uh, annoying. Oh. Yeah, I'm 100% with Cameron with mm. what he's saying so far. Yeah, so that that's a good point. You know, the system of singles and doubles. Championship and special ladder should return. I would love to see a diversified ladder because otherwise people just hop on a showdown. They don't actually play the game that they have in front of them. You're paying all this money to, you know, you're paying. We now pay $60 for a Nintendo game. Okay. I remember when it was only 40. 40, it was 30 and it's like come on. 60 bucks like look, Nintendo. <laughs> I know that I know that the Switch is a major console now, but you are nowhere near being an Xbox or a PS5. I'm sorry. You're just like, not. even even Overwatch for example, like original release Overwatch was only 40. Like I don't get it, man. Well, I get it. They want money. Well, yes, Ryan. I understand <laughs> money-wise why they're doing it. They like money. It's like why Mr. Krabs opened the second Krusty Krabs right next door. I like money. I but like in, money, in, SpongeBob. In the, in, yeah. From the consumer point of view, charging $60 does not make a ton of sense. I think you restrict kids and parents alike by charging that much money for Nintendo games. I mean... There's a reason why parents would go with a Nintendo Switch over a PS5 or an Xbox system. And, you know, initially I think it was because, well, those games are not as much money and I can afford them for my kids, you know. And and, and they're more traditionally family friendly. Yeah, that too. But now it's like, oh, no, no, those those are just as expensive, if not more, 
depending on what era the game is from, uh, you know, and, and what you're getting, you know, um, I mean, it's not to say that parents are going out and buying old games for their kids, but we are now growing up in an age where parents are old enough to have been gamers themselves. We're not in an age now of, uh, you know, boomers who, you know, played Atari <laughs> and uh, oh. don't don't really know what video games are. No, we have people that are of age having children who, you know, know how to play video games and know what's up. So putting that out there. There are people knowledgeable enough to like have their kids play these old games like original Mario Kart or Super Mario Galaxy or, you know, Super Smash Bros uh, on on GameCube, you know, Melee. Right. Like it's it's just like those are pricey. Those are pricey used games. Old games like that uh, can can be expensive. And then you want to come out and tell me that I need to now pay sixty dollars. Yeah. For the newest title of 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 that series. Oh. That's rough. That is rough. But, alas, here we are, still buying the games. <laughs> still <Right>. going. Still, <laughs> still chugging along. I we say that. We both, we both know, at the end of the day, we're both going to go out and buy them. <laughs> Here's one of my other hopes. I really hope that the DLC for this upcoming game um, is inclusive for people who don't buy it, meaning... For all of the Pokemon that become available in DLC, you are not held back because you do not own the DLC. Your game updates to the latest patch with said DLC, but you do not buy said DLC, but you're still able to get those accessible mods because the DLC adds them onto the game. Sword and Shield did this. I think it was extremely inclusive. Yeah. Some kids are lucky. They can get their parents to buy $50, $60 game. But then you got to tell your parents you got to spend an additional 20 30 bucks on a game that they already dropped money on. That, that, that used to be my argument for not for, for not playing the TCG because you know every 3 or so months you got to buy new cardboard that costs another $250. I know. I know it's almost like it's almost like <laughs> you know every I want to say every 6 months they'll they'll drop a DLC. Will we get more than 2 this time? That's Maybe. That's my question. Last time we only got two, which it's like, oh, only two. It's like, no, no, we got two. And then they had quite a bit to them. Um, it's curious to see how, how they will add on to this region. I think Sword and Shield had a lot of space to add on. Paldea, it's, it's a lot of land. There's not a lot of water. So truthfully... IGN is not going to rate it uh, 8.5 out of 10 for too much water this time. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's too much land, though. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe too much land. It'd, it'd be a place that Groudon would like to visit, probably. <laughs> probably, right? Something like that. Something like that. Warren, I know there is something very near and dear to your heart when it comes to Pokemon that you would love to see back into the games. And maybe in DLC, they'll add it back. What What is the kindly inform our viewers? My, my 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 toddler brain keeps yelling at me because I started in Gen 3, basically. Well, Gen technically at the end of Gen 2, but the first new game that came out when I was playing, I was on my little Game Boy Advance SP, Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Just And I'm just chilling at like five, six years old, just like, awesome. And then I, I got to Slateport City, and there's this contest hall. And I'm just like, hmm, this looks interesting. I'll try it out. Lo and behold, I spent about 40 hours in, the, in, in Emerald on contests. 
because uh you know i felt it was fun when i was like two <laughs> Uh, I mean, not gonna lie, they're still kind of fun. They're not as fun as yeah. they used to be, but I'd like to see like a complete revamp of the contest system. And I'm aware that's not the main focus of Pokemon. Never will be. I'm, I'm fully aware of that. It would be nice to see a revamp of it, though. I know they tried to do something with that in uh, Oros, but after that, we just never really saw contests again. I feel like Harkold Soul Silver had it too right yeah. yeah yeah no i'm saying oras just because it's the most recent one okay yeah okay. I, I i know a few of them had it like the diamond and pearl series games and hgss as you said had contests but i want to see like a revamp of the system to make it you know modern <laughs> and not from 2015 mm -hmm. which was yeah. really just the rehash of 2012 which was you know forever on into the cyclical cycle of um <laughs> reskinning the contest to look a little bit more modern each time well if it's not broke don't fix it warren and apparently the contest system isn't too broken for it to be fixed enough well if they actually put it in the game <laughs> true true and it definitely seems like this could be a region for that but yeah i mean i could be wrong i could be wrong i usually think of europe as as fashion forward as maybe you know especially spain and and yeah. uh, I don't know some of the other countries around there, but <clears throat> I could maybe be wrong. we can do contests while we eat the sandwiches. Maybe there's a contest for making the sandwiches. Who I, knows? That would be hilarious. <laughs> not what the game was intended for, of but course not. But that would be funny to have a sandwich contest in the game <laughs> itself for making sandwiches. Maybe, 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 maybe. something I would like to see return in this game would be the return of um you know legendary encounters not being just a here's a mystery gift <laughs> actual story actual plot you know a, a place on the map that's hidden amongst the trees where i'm able to go and find celebi you know uh, uh, a place Do you on want the a map... shiny mute here's your shiny mute yeah a place on the map where i'm able to go up into the mountains and face down a suicune standing in a small puddle in a on the on you know on the mountaintop of a, of a great spire you know listen i i want i have some level of expectation here that my legendaries will not appear to me because i go through a circle okay i don't want to go through a circle i don't want to be given a mystery gift i want a goddamn fleshed out story Bro, that's I what i want a, i want i did three battles and walked in a straight line i found a sweet coon that that's fine okay give me give me some story give me some story i don't want to have to ride on the back of a fucking Pokemon like it's Super Mario fucking Galaxy, okay? And, like, go through enough circles to get me fast enough to determine whether or not I'm going fast enough through a fucking circle to Better determine... the wormhole if you go far oh enough. Oh, my God. Oh, no, you're 20 light years short. Crazy. That was the most stressful stuff. I hated that, dude. That was so stupid. I yeah. gave up after a few tries. Well, thank goodness for, for Jenning, because that, you know, that just... <laughs> It saves it. I it, it saves really it. Does. So you know, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm. I was not a fan either of the uh, legend. I I was more of a fan of the Max Raid Den than the Ultra Wormhole mini game. I guess we'll call it because, as you said, that was um not a fun interactive interactive experience. It, it, like I think Mantine Surfing was arguably better than the Ultra Wormhole crap. That was that was fun. I remember doing yeah. that, going between yeah, between islands fun. and and stuff yeah. like that. That was a good time. Um, something else, I'd like to very simply be able to polish my badge case. 
That was always fun. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl from comes Gen back. Four. Yeah, that was actually really fun. I like that too. Polishing the badges, letting them get all dusty, and then you know having a having a friend be like, "Yo, your badges shiny," being like, "Nah, man, they're dusty. <laughs> now they're they're no, dusty and crusty." Nope. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Boom. Would love it. How they ever got so much dust in closed case, I have no idea. But that's okay. How about the uh, the Battle Frontier? Yes, I would love that back. I love Battle Frontier. Bring back the Emerald Battle Frontier. Hell, bring back the Battle Tree, even. Bring back something like that. I did not enjoy the Battle Tower. Just saying. You know, uh, games like Gale of Darkness had uh, these wonderful, wonderful places where even Gen 5 had the Battle Subway. Remember that? Where oh, it, yeah. Oh, man. Like, Emmett and Ingo, those two uh, personalities. For sure. Having some sort of, like, how far can you go with your Pokemon, whether you choose your Pokemon or they're pre-selected for you, right? Those were always a great, great time. And in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they had the Battle Castle, right? And that specific zone where you could go up against, like, different villains and stuff like that. And they've always had some sort of reiteration of this, but it's never been really as good as the Battle Frontier from Emerald and or... You know, XD Gale of Darkness is like battling up the mountain. Coliseum, I think, had this as well. Period. I like the battle tree in Sun and Moon. Now, there's one reason for it. Okay. And it's the fact that if you got high enough, you were able to fight Cynthia. That was the only reason I liked it. <laughs> well, there you go. What game was it where you could uh, go to the the villa, the battle villa? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, it was post game X and Y. Oh wait, the vi- oh the battle oh the villa in Undella Town. Oh yeah, that that house was not fun. Um, yeah, yeah, that was Gen Five. That was uh, black and white. Gen and Five, white Gen Five. You could go and fight former leaders, former Steven champions. Was hiding in a cave. Yeah, I mean Cynthia was just chilling in a house. Like was, Gen that, Five that was entire town was a trap. It was wild. <laughs> It was wild. These leaders all over the place, man. They were just... I, I have to say, in terms of post-game battles, I think Gen 5 did it right. I, th- I think they did it I right. Agree. They had every major champion that we had had up until that point there. That's I all like, I want. I like Bring trains, so I enjoyed the subway. Yeah, that makes sense. Very I much so. <laughs> Very much so. So that was fun, too. These new games, they still have some incorporation of trains, which is interesting. Um but it's usually used as like a a plot device for getting between regions super fast for the most part until you can learn fly and then you're like fuck the public transit i've got my own <laughs> private you know go pidgey go pidgey yeah carry me across the map please <laughs> pretty much pretty much you know that's that's what just happens i think in so tell me your feelings on this now, there's no wishing for this to be different because they've already shown us, but yep. it looks like the legendary Pokemon Maridon and... Uh, Koiridon. Yeah. Kairidon. Those, those are your vehicles and modes of transportation, and you will unlock different modes of transportation with them as the game progresses. So you're not going to get flying right away. You're not, you know, it's so it, it's going to come over time. I don't like this. I I personally really liked how Sun and Moon and and games past Sun and Moon would use multiple different Pokemon as like your friend or or a partner Pokemon, um, and you would call them up, 
And then that poke, like I liked Graveler carrying me through, you know, through a mine to use strength. I was like, yes, Daddy, please carry me with your nice stony arms. In okay? what game did Graveler <clears throat> carry you through a mine? Oh yeah, yeah. So to use strength, um, the Graveler would pick you up with two arms and then push boulders, push boulders. I swear, I swear, this was a thing. I literally did. What? Oh, let's go! Let's go, Pikachu and Eevee. Oh, I never played those. That would make sense. Why I don't know. Well, I I never <laughs> played Let's Go Pikachu Eevee either. I swear it was in it was in Sun and Moon. Was it? I'm not gonna lie. The amount of times I've used strength and paid attention to the animation on the screen is a oh it was Machamp. oh it's the champ. Okay, right. Okay. Hey, even better, even better. Oh, calm down, Ryan. <laughs> I, I I liked I liked that. I liked the stuff where they give you the Pokemon you don't have to catch a Bidoof or a Ziggy. Yeah, I mean riding like a Tauros. Okay, buddy, it's time to learn strength and surf and waterfall and rock smash and cut. Let's go. Riding a Tauros through the land makes sense. Fla- gliding on the back yeah. of a Charizard. I feel like Ash Ketchum. Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We don't we don't we don't want to feel like that failure. That's harsh. That's harsh. He, the man can't win. <laughs> True. True. But yeah, like at the end of the day, I liked the variety in Pokemon that would transport you across the region. Now you've just got one legendary and it cuts out all that other stuff. And it's like, I get Karidon, the, the purple one. Uh, the, ro- th- the robot? Yeah. Yeah. I get how that one can fly. It doesn't yeah. make too much sense to me how Maridon does, it's other magic. than it has wings. And it's like, okay, but, like, it's got feet, and it walks on the ground. Like, you're just going to completely ignore that the, the other one just slither, like, has wheels and sort of has feet, but not doesn't use them and just kind of glides well, they, in the air. Well, they technically both have wheels. Exactly. I mean, they both have wheels. If they're getting rid of my a very expensive bike in this game as well, which I assume they are. My $1 million bike? Yeah, man. Am they're I even getting, getting a it. pair of running shoes from my mom? Like, no. come on. They get you get those you haven't had to you haven't had to get those since Gen fucking five, I think. I want the shoes back. I want to Why? be restricted for the first five minutes of the game and have my mom go, Oh, sorry, you need these. Hold B. Take off your sandals and put on your sneakers kick off those kick off those pathetic pieces of crap you have shoes and put on these puppies yeah you're ready to go you are ready to go thanks bob i'm glad you waited until i was 10 to give me shoes to make it so i could run yeah you know she just wanted to make sure you didn't ruin them in the move you know that's fair i also love how you know every game is like you've freshly moved to the region what is a new way that you could enter the region, right? I feel like um, like a hurricane on a ship stranding you ashore in front That's of the Pokemon's lab. No, I mean, have you played Link? You know, there you go. Um, and then, um, okay, so stranded ashore, and then the professor for that region saves you and gives you a Pokemon. Uh, that would be cool. Um uh, you're in a you're in a plane and the plane explodes and you're <laughs> stranded and the professor has to save you by giving you a Pokemon. <sighs> you're in a car with your parents and you're about to crash and your parents push you out of the moving car and leave you stranded, and then the professor has to come and save you by giving you a Pokemon. 
right? These ideas are a bit weird. Listen, man. <laughs> Dude, just... think about it. Think about it. All the Pokemon professors. Yeah, lost X Pokemon over here. That's what Ryan wants. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro, nothing better. Bro, I'm, I'm like 100% sure one day we're just going to fall out of the damn sky. Oh, wait. No, we did that in Legends Arceus. Yeah, we just kind of fell out of the sky. Remember that? Yeah, I do. That was funny. That was um, that was good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't and know. Each, uh, how I'm about thinking about the professors, and I can only think of like one or maybe two that I would trust to save me, considering Birch over here is getting chased by Zigzagoon. Actually, it's Puchahina, but uh, no, an Emerald Zigzagoon. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. It's it's very scuffed. I don't know. Those professors, man, I have like zero faith in them. Who knows, though? Maybe this will be the first one that's not useless. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, the champion of the region. My, oh, my goodness. Ooh. She's something. That's all I got to say. The champion of the region? Yeah. Oh, is that Ayano? Have you not seen her? Is like that the... the one with the belly bolt? No. Oh, no. no, I have not. That's seen the Sassy her Electric Gym Leaner. No. Of course. Hold on, I'm looking it up now. Sure, sure. Go for it. Go Gita? For it. It's Gita, right? Yeah, I think so. Where's blue? Yep. Long hair. Yeah. You got awesome. it. Awesome. Okay, where's the paragraph about her being undefeated? Something like that. You know, I, I definitely loved Sword and Shield's champion. However, I can't tell directions. I'm committing fashion crimes. I look yeah. like if I don't know where I'm going. If there's one thing that they should not do in this game, I swear to God, one thing that they should not do is go the you know the entire continent rumbles and they're like, we're gonna go check this out, but you go defeat that gym because that's more important for you. It's like, yeah. it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like. Like, I what? know the entire world screwed up, and it's about it could possibly end in the next ten minutes. But you see that eighth gym badge? You should go get that real quick. Like you, you've you've got to actually be joking. That major plot points of the game are the whole map is shaking, but instead of you going to check this out with a main character in the game, you should actually go get that gym badge because well, it's like it's like we need to go back to Diamond and Pearl, where when the bombs went off in each of the lakes, you had to go and do something. Yeah, you know, I... Uh, my goodness. Nah, bro, it's shaky. I just go get your gym badge. I got this. Okay, okay, Charizard, man. That happens so many times in Sword and Shield, and it's why I thought the story felt short, rushed, and, like, pretty bad. Because, like, they just have these whole cutscenes of shaking, and they'd go, yep, not for you, bye, and then that was it. And it's like, well, I'm sure that was a nice five to ten minute portion of the story that they just decided to cut out. And not give you as the player. Instead, I have to go to the shitty seaside port town and go fight the water gym leader. Okay. Whatever. Like, uh, I guess, you know. I I, I do miss miss actually having to participate in the plot. (laughs) A better storyline is what I wish for in this game. And it looks like they're going to give it to us with three different storylines. However, I don't just want the, the road to the Elite Four to be like basic like i want to face a rival again along the way right 
Nothing gets me going more than going up uh, whatever route that was underneath the bike path in, in Ruby and Sapphire and having to see Mei standing right there, accidentally running into her when your Pokemon are already so low and getting beaten to have to go all the way back south to come back north again. There's nothing better than the surprise, you know, rival showing up. <laughs> right? That's, that that's what I want to see. That marsh top oh, was actually my so gosh. stupidly strong. It was. It was. I remember when Mar when Mudshot used to be a really powerful move. <laughs> it was scary. It was. It was. Uh, it was definitely scary, and um, you know it is what it is. But listen, I I I I think we've said some of our our big wants and and desires for this upcoming game, and. While we uh we have another podcast or two before then, we'll we'll bring up some other stuff in the future here for our following episodes for Pokemon Day. Um as for now though, that's all we got for today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Warren for hopping on today with me. And thank you to our viewers here on the stream and to our listeners and viewers on YouTube and uh listening in on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Overcast and more. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, give us a like, follow, all that sort of stuff. Comment below and stuff you agree on, disagree on, that sort of stuff. Also, be sure to check us out on TikTok at alt underscore gamer, ultimate gamer. Just search us up. We post clips of the podcast on there. I do a daily today in gaming history. It's a lot of fun. So I tell you, go check it out. It's a good time. Uh, for now, folks, that's all we got for today's episode. Until next time, we're out. 